cult podcast features adult themes and graphic descriptions of violence, and it's not recommended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Seriously. If you like our podcast, please follow us on Instagram at Cult Podcast or Twitter at Cult Podcast Show for show updates. And please rate and review the show on iTunes. If you've been in a cult and you want to tell us about it, email us at cultpodcastshow at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And most importantly, enjoy the show. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Thank you for tuning in to Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. I'm Marie Bella. Thanks for tuning in. Guys, we have a treat for you today. Oh boy. Okay, so this is the Avatar course. And uh, let me tell you a little bit about how I found out about this. (laughs) (laughs) I was recently in Aspen. And uh, a lot of things happened to me in the short, short two days that I was there. Really one full day. I mean, I was hustled by a psychic. I still great. I mean, now. So, okay, let me back up. I went to go get a massage at the farmer's market in Aspen. And the lady was super nice. All cult members are nice, <laughs> typically. I mean, it's the leaders that you got to watch out for, but most of the members are nice. I mean, she was great, and she gave an awesome massage, and she was like, hey, do you like meditation? And I, I'm your fucking, I told Paige, like, I am your standard issue LA resident. Like, I will meditate, I will buy the fuck out of some crystals, <laughs> I will do whatever. I will also go to church because I'm Catholic, like, I am all kinds of spiritually confused, <laughs> But whatever. And I'm like, yeah, meditate. Like, I'm all about it. Did it before I came here. (laughs) And she's like, oh, you should check out my group. We have a meditation group. It's so fun. It's so great. We all love each other. And I was like, yeah, I'm down. Like, that sounds great. So she hands me a pamphlet, which, (laughs) you know, pamphlets. Please tell me you're going to read this pamphlet. Are red flags. You know what? It's downstairs. I don't know why I didn't grab it. I will grab it. Okay. Yay. We're back. We're back. With no luck. But fortunately, I had texted a picture of it to Paige, so we do have it. Yay. Um, anyway, so I got the pamphlet, and she tried telling me, like, oh, it's really good training, especially if you're trying to become parents, and which we are. And so I'm like, oh, sure, yeah, that sounds great. So she's trying to tell me that this is, like, a really good thing for people who are trying to become parents. It'll help shape your, I don't know, beliefs to look at things differently. And I don't I, I was just listening to the meditation part. Right. But she also told me that this is really good training for police officers and that people in the police department there are in. Oh, God. And how much it's helped them with their training. Oh, no. I think we need to leave the training to the academy and not yeah, yeah. to a cult. But no. that's just me. You know, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it was weird. So then she was like, okay, um do you have time uh, today for me to clue you in? And I was like, clue me in? Right, like clue me in how? It's just meditation, right? Yeah. And she goes, well, we need to set up a time so that I can clue you in. I'm like, clue me clue me in. But the way, it was weird for her to be saying it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, clue, clue you in is like when you're going to a friend's house for dinner and they're like, hold on, let me clue you in. Yeah. And, okay, so grandma has dementia, so she never right. wears pants. Just don't talk <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I wasn't sure what she meant. And then... Uh, I was like, well, no, we're going to dinner and then we're leaving tomorrow. Right. And she goes, it's okay. We can clue you in over the phone. And this is when I was kind of like, 
this is sounding weird. You've handed right. me a pamphlet. You're using a phrase over and over again, which right. leads me to believe that they have their own terminology for things. Right. Like it's a specific, like we need to talk you in or whatever. Right. Yeah. And so then I texted Paige. I was like, hey, not sure. I think I maybe was just, <laughs> they attempted to have me join a cult in Aspen. She's like, holy shit. What is it? I sent her the name. I was like, but they're really nice. I don't know. I don't want to talk about them. They were nice to me. And she's like, of course they were nice to you. They're not going to be fucking mean to you. Right. No one gets people to join a cult by being mean. That's not how that works. So she looks it up and sure enough, they have ties to Scientology. I'm I'm the kind of skeptic that Googles everything. Like I instantly put things through Snopes like instantly. Which is smart. Yeah. And that's how you should be. That's how I, I don't usually fall victim to fake news because I'm one of those people that's like, oh, that doesn't sound quite right. That's how my husband is too. Yeah. And, well, obviously, and that works well for him. I mean, again, like, I just have a policy of, like, I believe no one. Yeah. You know? And that's kind of what you should be because I was like, these people are so nice. I don't know. I mean, it was, it was <laughs> rough back when I was online dating and guys would be like, let's get coffee. And I was like, you're an axe murderer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, you know what? I didn't die. You're here to tell the story. I'm here to tell the story. So, yeah. Um, so we looked them up, and sure enough, they got their origin uh, from Scientology. That's how this is all. This is how this all started. And let me say, what we're going to cover today is just the tip of the iceberg. I have been researching and researching and researching, and there are so many fucking layers to this onion. It's like you've been at this for like three weeks. It's pretty crazy, and I yeah. feel like I'm a little bit scattered with my information just because there's so much from so many different people who've left. And let me preface this by saying I did pull information from the Star's Edge website, which is who runs Avatar. Great. I also pulled a lot of information from people's personal accounts from when they were in Avatar or what they're experiencing now who have loved ones that are in Avatar. Okay. So... What I am talking about today, everything that I am saying today comes from people's experiences as they have worded them, as they have expressed them, as well as the Star's Edge website and uh, websites started by people who have left Avatar. So that is where I have gotten all of my information for today. Okay, so now that you know how I almost joined a cult, let's (laughs) talk about what that cult is. On, um, I believe it says it on their pamphlet, but it certainly does on their website. It says, love precious humanity. What the fuck? I don't know. I mean, it's worded weird. It's worded weird. I don't really know what they mean, but whatever. I'm suspicious of weird wording. I don't like it, yeah. This is something that you're giving out to try and get people to join us. Hit spell check. Proofread. Proofread makes sense, but I think that's kind of the point, is if they don't make sense and they can make it kind of vague, but like use positive free like words people are going to be more likely to be like oh but it says love right you know so Mm -hmm. it was founded in 1986 by harry palmer harry palmer is the leader of avatar and i like to think of him kind of if you go back to the rajanishis as the guru okay um but he does go to these seminars and give speeches and i watched several of them on youtube and they they make and on the star's edge website oh my god they don't make any fucking sense of course scientology doesn't make any fucking sense i know and um there's also a woman that works with him uh her name is honey i'm sorry her name is avra honey i thought you were gonna like and i was like what like that jessica album movie no that's um isn't honey right harry no no that's glitter Also an excellent film. Same plot, different movies. Same plot, different movies. 
So I think of Avra kind of like how I think of Sheila. Okay. Right. And I think of Harry as kind of how I think of the guru, gotcha. but maybe a little bit more present. So there's five sections to the avatar course. There's the full avatar course, the master's course. Then you do your internship as a master with your own student, the pro course, and the wizard's course. Wizards? Now, wizard is Wizards. where I draw the motherfucking line. You really, you cannot present anything to me and say, there's a wizard's course and have me take it seriously. If they would have said that in the beginning, I certainly wouldn't have taken the pamphlet. <laughs> right, I can assure like, you of that. Fuck right off. Yeah. I mean, the, the only people that have wizards are the KKK and Harry Potter. Yeah. And neither one of those should be the basis for your religious beliefs. Absolutely not. So those are the courses. And... They kind of take the approach of a multi-level marketing company. So this okay. is like a multi-level marketing cult. Like and Herbalife. it's all about Herbalife. Oh my God, there's so many. Hold on. Coravita. Arbonne. Arbonne. Um, Rodan and Fields. Rodan and Fields. There's one that um, I think I talked about it on an episode. I got duped into going to a dinner. I thought it was like, they said it was like a company <laughs> dinner. Right, right, but right. it was like really for their pyramid scheme. Yeah, so it, it's like that. And the whole foundation for this group is money and you will see money becomes so fucking important to these people in such a terrible way. The whole point is to move towards an EPC or an enlightened planetary civilization. Okay. Very similar to Scientology. Oh, it's so similar. Yeah. Um, licensed avatar masters teach the first three of the courses that you take. And then stars edge Inc. Teaches the last two advanced sections. This is what's troubling. Because, like, if you go to regular church, <laughs> or just, I mean, any church, yeah, rarely is it going to be, like, Church Incorporated is teaching this. Right. It, that's like the thing, yeah. a licensed church. I mean, I guess if you're a pastor, you've been ordained, but it's not, like, church with a V. Like, yeah, it's bizarre. You know, church with a K. Like, well, like, it's not a company that decided... To, create, to write and create a set of beliefs, which they are now going to teach. Right. JesusIsBuddies.org. Right. Yeah. Um, so their overall claim is to help you with, quote, unquote, belief management. Okay. Troublesome, right? Well, okay. So are they trying to manage your own personal beliefs that you already hold that may trouble you? Yes. Or are they going to give you a new set? Both. Okay. So they're going to help you reshape your beliefs, which like, here's the thing. I'm all for maybe trying to put a positive spin on things and trying to see things from another perspective. So you don't drive yourself totally crazy by being stuck in your own little vacuum of whatever. Correct. But they start to challenge things so much that this whole thing becomes fueled by just gaslighting these people. Oh my God. Yeah. Which if you've ever had anyone try to gaslight you. It's so awful and weird. See, this is why I Google everything. Or this is why I keep text messages forever. So when people are like, no, I never said that. And I'm just like, boom, receipt. Yeah, <laughs> receipts. <laughs> I had an ex-boyfriend who would gaslight the fuck out of me oh. to like the point of the end of our relationship. He would say something. Let's just say anything. Uh, zebras have purple stripes. Okay. And I would say, that's not true. What you just said is not true. I didn't do this. Or I didn't think that. Zebras don't yeah. have purple stripes. And he's like, I never said zebras had purple stripes. What's wrong with you? Are you crazy? 
are you hearing things? Did you hear that in your head and decide that that's what I said? What is wrong with you? I, I really think you need help. What? And it was this weird mind fuck. No. So I was like, shit, maybe I am crazy. Oh, that's Turns crazy. out I'm not. No, I'm very not. happily married and nobody is telling yeah. me I'm crazy now. So. Right. Anyway, that's what they do to these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it has been dubbed Scientology light. Um, There's a lot of things that have kind of earned that moniker. Like Landmark gets called Scientology light a lot as well. Yeah, yeah. This was uh, dubbed by Roanne Weinar. She was, uh, she's a writer in Texas and she's okay. the one that called this particular. Gotcha. Sect or whatever you want to call it, group, Scientology faction. Faction. So in 1976, Harry Palmer obtained a license to use anything and everything Scientology and written by L. Ron Hubbard. He paid 10% of his mission's income to the Church of Scientology in exchange so that he would be able to use their their material. Yeah, it's kind of a crazy time in Scientology where they just had no money. Right. They were licensing out to like everybody. Yeah. Um, and then in 1982, L. Ron Hubbard moved everything over to the Religious Technology Center, uh, which was organized by the Church of Scientology to then protect everything Scientology related. So he was starting to kind of, I probably get some money and wanted to right. limit that licensing. Buy it all back. Buy it all back. And licensing fee increased to 15% plus extra fees for materials. Okay. They charge a lot for materials as they do in Scientology as well. Yeah, well, a huge thing in Scientology is buying books and buying tech. So, like, yep. on if you're watching Leah Remini's series right now on A&E, there's one where she takes a tour through her library of Scientology books, mm-hmm. and it's a whole closet of just, like, floor-to-ceiling books. Yeah, thousands it's all books. Of thousands of, hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's And that's what Avatar does, too. They charge you for materials, yeah. and they charge you for tech. Oh, jeez. And if you read the message boards, the people are like, I did all the tech. I paid for all the tech. I paid for all the books. I did this. I did this. And it it's amazing how much money gets thrown at this. And I'll go into yeah. that, too, about how much people end up spending. Right. In 1984, Palmer decided he was just going to stop paying for all these materials. And okay. then the Church of Scientology filed a lawsuit against him and the Elmira mission, which is his mission, okay. um, for trademark infringement. And the Church of Scientology did win that. That's when he starts to write his his materials for Avatar. That's when he comes up with oh, Avatar okay. and he produces the Thought Storm manual. Thought Storm? Thought Storm. That's as crazy as Light Brigade. It gets yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like that. Awesome. So in eight, in ninety eight, he changes the name from the Church of Scientology, the El, the Mission of Elmira Inc. to the Center for Creative Learning. Ooh, see, that's dicey, too, because then you're like, well, maybe it's like an X-Men school. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And the Avatar materials use much of the language that's found in the Scientology materials. Oh, interesting. Right. And it's, so Avatar is very secretive. So getting a hold of those materials is actually pretty hard. I did find excerpts, and I'm not going to read from them because I don't want them to sue me. Right, right. (laughs) Or you. I mean, do Um, they have, like, the tone scale and everything in there? I didn't see anything about that. Okay. But I'll be able to tell you enough to where you can kind of see where the where, parallels where lie. It overlaps. Mm-hmm. Okay. So his claim was that not only does he cover everything about Scientology, but he covers everything from Buddhism and more. So he's saying, I'm drawing from all these different religions and uh, putting it into one. Okay. He does use the words uh, rundown, identities, and handling. Oh, which are words are all Scientology from, yeah. words, like rundown especially. 
Rundown, for those of you who don't know, the definition on Wikipedia is a series of steps which are auditing actions and processes designed to handle a specific aspect of a case and which have a known end phenomena. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for that. Thanks um, for that. I feel like I've just been stumped by the SATs again. That's okay, so I read that, and when I read that as well as some of the Avatar material, I was like, do, did I just lose all reading comprehension skills, or does this not make a ton I of sense? I would like to emphasize that you and I both graduated from, like, top-tier schools in this country. We did. With <laughs> degrees. My degree is in writing. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. What the fuck? I know. Yeah. I, I mean, it's the act of, like, using a bunch of big words Yes. To confuse someone into thinking something is more important than it is. Absolutely. And that's exactly what they do. Yeah. They say things to sound smart and to sound, you know, if they say, if you say anything with conviction. Yes. People will believe you. Oh, yeah. For I the mean, most part. Yes. Yes. And so basically, I think they take whatever they can say that, like I said, it's vague, but there's positive words infused in there. Mm-hmm. And then big words. <laughs> yeah, like recalibrating right. the belief of your intersystems, and you're just like, what? It confuses people. They accept it as truth. They're like, whatever, this guy's smart. He knows what he's talking about. Right. Avatar costs, costs a fuck ton of money, okay. much like Scientology. More than Scientology, or? Um, I don't think more than, but okay. I think it can get up there. Um, they have a lot of similarities with their structure, their rules, their message, and of course, their level of secrecy. Right. So, like I said, it's hard to even know what some of this even means or or what their beliefs truly are, but we'll get there. So, a little bit more about Harry. He has his own version of Scientology's galactic confederacy theory. Okay. There's a lot of sci-fi shit that backs up all of his beliefs okay. and, that, and that are the foundation. Very L. Ron Hubbard. It's very L. Ron Hubbard. So, if you're not familiar with Scientology's galactic confederacy theory... This is an idea created by Hubbard that Zenu, who was a director of the Galactic Confederacy, the director of the Galactic Confederacy, he brought billions of his people to Earth roughly 75 million years ago, and um, they were killed with hydrogen bombs. The spirits of these aliens that he brought to Earth stick to the humans and cause them spiritual harm. In other words, like, the lamest Star Wars and Star Trek plots. Basically, yeah. Like, the worst parts of Episode 1 and 2 where you're just sitting through the Galactic Federation meetings. <laughs> it's, it's a lot like that. And Howard Palmer does have a very similar theory. He believes that spirits... Okay, let me find the best way to explain this. Anything you feel, anything bad, any bad beliefs, any bad habits... Cancer, AIDS, anything you might have, that all comes from an entity that is inside of you that is attacking you. Oh, that's Which, exactly like Scientology. Exactly like Scientology and also like aggressive Christianity. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Aggressive Christianity did that with, it was demons. Mm -hmm. Demons. These are entities. So there are different entities. And I found a copy of Avatar materials that explain these entities. Is, so it's a lot like engrams or they're exactly, things. Exactly. Okay, okay. That's exactly what they are. The troublesome entities are earthbound spirits. 
all of this is written with avatar terminology, but this is what I deduced based on <laughs> right, right, right. what I could gather as someone who is not in avatar. Yes. <laughs> so spirits or entities who can't let go of something on earth, they cannot quote from the avatar material completely enter into an astral thought cocoon. So what I take that to mean is... It's ghosts. They haven't finished their business. They haven't finished their business. Okay. But I love that it's astral thought for here. That's why I had to quote it. Because I was like, I can't leave this out. That's some Stephen King bullshit. Yeah, it is. (laughs) So basically they have unresolved issues that should have been left on Earth, but they're not over it yet. And they're trying so hard to stay alive and grasp onto this. So basically they're trapped in, like, limbo. Okay. They manifest themselves in us as injuries, emotional pain, feelings, illness, arguments, basically anything negative. Okay. There's three types of troublesome entities. There are emanating entities, desiring and resisting entities, and obsessing and deceiving entities. So emanating entities manifest themselves as uh, emotional pain within us or negative thoughts or bad attitudes. Okay. So when you're in a shitty mood, it's because a ghost is attacking you. Because <laughs> a ghost's like, I should have said I love you yeah. to Janice before I die. <laughs> you're not in a terrible mood because you're on a, on your period. It's a motherfucking ghost. It's a ghost that's just like, no, I forgot <laughs> to throw away my porn collection. Everyone's going to find my it. dildos. <laughs> no. Oh, man. <laughs> I wanted the silk coffin. Fuck you in this pine box. <laughs> so, oh, those are your emanating entities. Okay. Your, your desiring, resisting entities manifest themselves in you by you taking on bad habits. So, if you're a smoker, again, it's a ghost. Who, who's like, I just wanted one last bed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That one last one, that cool, cool menthol. Like, that's what you're dealing with. Okay. All right. You're obsessing, deceiving uh, entities. Now, they they are upset because they didn't get to finish a plan that they wanted to finish. Oh, okay. So, you're obsessing over trying to finish it. So, this is like when I took Adderall once in college. (laughs) So that I could study all night for stats Uh because I never went. Oh, yeah. Who wants to? Yeah. All night, I looked up the weather in other countries. <laughs> it wasn't because I took an Adderall so I could stay up and study for a class I never attended. It was because a ghost was telling me <laughs> that was a frustrated weatherman that died. <laughs> That's what that was all about. Is this, I mean, is this why I watch so many YouTube videos of spiders? Like, I have oh. spiders, but I constantly watch YouTube videos. Oh, God. That's horrifying. Time. Spiders, number one fear over here. Oh, yeah. No, I hate them. I hate them. In real life, I can't deal. I will watch YouTube videos of spiders all goddamn day. That is a ghost. You need to dig deep and find out what that ghost was all about. I I didn't realize how many animal and spider videos I watched until I was at work the other day. And someone was like, yeah, you know, I heard this one spider and I was like, can jump over 25 feet and breathe underwater? Yeah, you're right. Like, I just knew it. Why do you do that? Why do you watch it, though? Like, I can't. I can't even pick up a dead spider in the house. Oh, no, no. I don't touch him. Mm-mm. Yeah, and, and Jake doesn't like to kill them. He likes to set them free. And I'm like, no, then they can come back. Then they'll come back. I'm like, they invaded my kingdom and they <laughs> must die. I, 
in my old condo. Chris was at work one day. And I called security. I was like, I need you guys to come over. And they was everything okay? I was like, well, I don't know, but it could be, but I need your help. They came over. They're like, what's what's the problem? I was like, there's a motherfucking spider (laughs) on my balcony. I cannot open the door and I cannot cross. They're like, are you serious? Uh, Was it one of the big Orange County ones? Yes. Okay, the like the ones with the bands on the legs? Yes! Ah! Ah! Okay. Okay. For those of you who don't know, so Marie and I went to college in Orange County and our campus was like, overrun by they're like a type of old, like orb weaver spider oh god i'm getting so uncomfortable and they're like the size of they're like bigger than a quarter like they're yeah, big they're big they're big and they build these huge webs and you can't like at twilight or something you can't see the webs and you end up just walking into them and it's terrifying yeah. i'm i'm I have the chills right I watch now. those spiders all the time. Why? How can you even watch them? I cannot even watch that. I think TV. it's one of those things where I want to keep my enemies close. But then you would be able to, like, get them when they're in your kingdom. I mean, yeah, exactly. Where but I'm, you can't. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch ones of, like, giant spiders. Like, the giant, uh, like, no. South Korean, like, giant or we No. Oh, or, God. Or camel spiders. That, it wears me out when people have them as pets. Like, what the fuck is wrong with Here's you? Here's what's terrible. I'm not as weirded out by tarantulas. How? Um, I don't know. I think it's because, like, they're furry. Like, we used to find tiny tarantulas in my house growing up for a while because there was a construction site across the street. And those were terrifying. Like, not on board. We used to find wolf spiders, too. No, oh, my God. I'm not here for that. But, like, the tarantulas people have for pets just don't really bug me. Oh, they bother the shit out of me. But, like, those spindly, like, a black widow, oh, hell no. Well, that would kill you. I mean, not only would it kill you, but, like, just the ones with, like, the spindly sharp legs. I'm just like, mmm, no. Nothing about any of them. Or I, can the, I tell like, you? giant ones that you find. Like, the huntsmans. I saw a huntsman once in Hawaii and, like, didn't sleep for a day and a half. I don't know how you could do that. I can't deal with that. It's, Yeah. I, I'm, I've gotten to the point where I've started to get weirded out by lobsters and crabs. Lobster crabs. Well, I mean, <laughs> lobster crabs. Is it because of their hinged legs? Because that's bothered me. It could be the hinged legs. It could be because I just see them as giant spiders. And it could also be because I really like shrimp. And someone once told me that shrimp are the cockroaches of the sea, which made it so now I'm really I mean, having yeah, a tough time with that's shrimp. That's why you have to kind of clean out their innards. This has gone way this off is, track. This has gone so left. Where the fuck were we? We were talking about the ghosts that made us afraid of spiders. Okay. Or no, the ghosts of obsession, which is why you watch, you look up the weather in different parts of the world, and I watch videos about spiders. Okay. There we go. We're back on track. Yay. So, anyway, that's all driven by ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> That are haunting you. Thanks. I have a ghost that was killed by a spider, and that's why. That's why. I had a ghost that was killed in a typhoon. So, these are all ghosts, and of course, Avatar has a way to exercise them. But I don't... I didn't really get into that. Um, Uh, You didn't have the extra $3,000 to find out? I did not. (laughs) I did not. Palmer also believes that the Earth is at risk of being destroyed by humans via blight bomb... That's going to terminate photosynthesis. Okay. And, well, I mean, in a roundabout way, global warming. Sure. Yeah. Blight bomb? Yeah, I. It terminates photosynthesis. <laughs> I don't even like, I mean, unless you killed every plant and the sun. Right. 
I mean, I, I guess. I guess. So, if you're wondering how he came up with these theories, by the way. It was a ghost? No. <laughs> it was because he was in one of those float tanks. Ooh, a sensory deprivation yep. tank. He was in one of those, and after doing a series of them, he had all these epiphanies that this is what this all means. See, I've talked to many people who've done it, and they, like, they liken it to, like, an LSD or an ayahuasca, where after a while, deprived of all your other senses, your brain just kind of goes walkabout. So maybe that's true, but, okay, so my cousin does them a lot because he's an athlete, and he's in great shape, but he's like, oh, it's great for sore muscles. Yeah, I hear it's very calming, and it relaxes you, like, as good as a massage. Yeah, but I don't feel like I would enjoy this. I think this sounds like my personal hell because it's claustrophobic. Yeah, it's a small space filled with water. And my mom said she was just cold the whole time, and I'm not a fan of being cold in any way. I love being cold. Maybe you'd like it. Maybe I'd like Well, I feel like I would have trouble because it's supposed to be enough salt water for you to, like, float and fall asleep. Yeah. I don't know that I would ever be able to fall asleep. I don't think I could. I'd be too – I'd still be too paranoid that I was going to drown. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Like, that, that I think, would, like, really wreck it for me because I'd be like, I'm going to drown. The one thing I have had, have you ever had an aqua massage? No, because I wanted to, but I was reading an article about how these people were dying. What? Oh, no, I did see that. Yeah. I had one as a kid one time. Like, I was, like, 12. <laughs> mm-hmm. and we were was it at the mall? Yes, it yeah. was at the mall. <laughs> and my dad was like, why not? My dad is game for, like, any fun, weird thing. Yeah. He's great to bring on trips. And so they, like close you in like what looks like a tanning bed with yeah, yeah, yeah. attached to it. That was insanely relaxing. Really? I swear by it. I loved it. I saw one at a mall not that long ago mm-hmm. in some random ass town I was in, but Yeah, and I've like never done it again, but I just remember like literally falling, just slowly falling asleep huh. and it was really pleasant. I just don't think I could do I that I would probably be able to do. I don't think I'd be able to do the sensory deprivation thing. Yeah. Here's part of why. My I always had this irrational fear of a child, um, as a child of being sent to death row for being wrongfully accused of murder. Interesting. Big fear of mine as a child. This is probably a ghost. (laughs) Probably a ghost or like you could, it could be like my mom constantly watched procedurals the whole time we were growing up, like Law and Order. Yeah, we watched a lot of Law and Order. House. Yeah. So now I have fears of like, anytime I get like a cough or something, I'm like, it's sarcoidosis. Like... (laughs) So it could just be that. <laughs> it's something along those lines. Yeah. But now I still have that. I don't really have that fear, but I do know that solitary confinement, while it sounds great in theory because minimal contact sounds awesome. Right. I have really bad, as you know, I don't know how you say it. Some people say tinnitus. Some people say tinnitus. Right. But the, the ringing in my ears is so yeah. bad that I can't stand silence. Right. I get it. So... I need, I'm constantly listening to a, you know, a podcast, music, anything, right. anything to make some noise so I don't have to listen to that. Right. In a sensory deprivation chamber, I think I'd go fucking nuts because that that's sense. all I would hear. I think it's interesting that your fear is being wrongly accused and my fear <laughs> is accidentally killing somebody and yeah. then trying to get away with it. Oh, so you wouldn't just, like, call the cops and be like, I accidentally killed someone. No, I, like, try to get rid of the body. Oh, yeah, that's... Because because for some reason, like, in my, like, reoccurring dream or whatever, I'm like, the cops will never believe me. We have to get rid of the body. And so then the rest of the dream Um, is me trying to dispose of the body. I'm watching, uh, we're watching Bloodline right now. Uh Do you watch that? Have you seen it? 
I have not. Something like that kind of happens, and I am so stressed out by it, that uh-huh. whole situation. The idea of trying to hide a body, oh, couldn't do it. I'd fuck it up. Well, and I, I feel like I'm the person that would live with it for the rest of my life. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I would never live it down. Like, I would always remember where the body was and what happened. It'd be like the telltale heart, too. Yes. No, 100%. I'm Some Edgar Allan Poe going on. That, that would happen to me. Yeah. God, we are on tangents today. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's a religion that tells you that ghosts are responsible for everything you do. So yeah. This would be a great Halloween episode. It would be. I hope you guys have time today because I think it's going to be a long it's one. Gonna dr- it's going to drop right around Halloween. Oh, this one will. Oh, yes. I fucking love Halloween, by the yes. way. Yes. Great holiday. I never was one to dress like a skank. I more preferred to be like. I want to be film faithful. You know who it. Oh. Yeah. Like I like I go in depth. Like I was Elvira two years ago, and I like researched her makeup and wig styling. That's and stuff. impressive. Or like last year, I was Ursula the Sea Witch, but I was Ursula the Sea Witch with Divine's makeup. Oh wow! Divine would have been the original inspiration. Yeah. No, you I, go. I go, you go. I go in. Yeah. No, but you know who I fucking love on Halloween every year is your sister. Oh my god, my sister crushes Halloween. She makes it her bitch her past costumes two three years ago she was richard simmons yes and like an exact richard simmons it's amazing how she does it i stalk the shit out of your she, sister here's every crazy. halloween and she doesn't even know well she does now yeah she does now uh she <laughs> she also manages to do it for like a shoestring budget like she gets so creative like she was colonel sanders i remember her. yes and she made a wig out of cotton balls She's so a talented. A whole wig and a beard. And then she always gender bends, which I find super amazing. She's great at that. So two years ago, she was Hulk Hogan. I know. And it was amazing. <laughs> she, I have, I have a, like a comedy show that I have to do right around Halloween where I have to dress up. And she offered to lend me her Hulk Hogan costume. Did you say yes? I hope. Uh, we chose something else, but she's helping me out with okay, it. Okay, good. And then As the, long as her hand is in it, you'll be good. Yeah. The next year, she was Benjamin Franklin. God. And talked her best friend into going as Abraham Lincoln. She's so good. I would do anything Aaron tells me to do on Halloween. You know, well, that was what happened (laughs) the year she was Colonel Sanders. Yeah. And we talked to Marissa into also dressing up as a chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember. I mean, her chicken feet were like the most brilliant costume thing I've seen in a long time. She's really good. Because she managed to make them like able to easily walk around in. Yeah. You guys have to check this out. Yeah. If if you want, my sister is... um, God, I don't know any of her social media. This is terrible. I just text her. I I purposely get, like, a fake social media account so that I can stalk your sisters on <laughs> I found out that there's people from high school that do that to me. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. It's always fun. We'll post it. Yeah, well, yeah. Or if, pictures. If, we, if, if she'll we let us. If, if this stays. two-hour-long episode. <laughs> uh, anyway, float tank, float tank, salt water. Um, oh, Palmer. Harry Palmer says that we all came from Estro and that we are a human race all being tormented, as I've told you before, by inner demons from other planets. <laughs> I wrote, oh yeah, so that's why we're all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all Scientology. He came up with nothing new. Yeah, as no. far as I'm concerned, he came up with nothing new. Nothing. Nope. So he's also a fraud for other reasons. Um, he claimed he got his master's in educational psychology from Elmira College and then he majored in educational psychology at Ithaca. He did get his BA from Ithaca in English, and he got his master's in education from Elmira, but neither school 
has a major or minor in educational psychology. Oh, okay. So he's just making shit up. Gotcha. In 2005-6, his academic credentials were investigated by the Florida Department of Health, and they found he's using the term psychology and psychologist completely illegally. Oh, great. They sent him a cease and desist. Um, it also says on his website that he's a, quote, lifelong educator, but he was only a teacher from 69 to 72, so... <laughs> Three years. My mom's been a teacher for like 25 years. That is a lifelong educator. I will call her a lifelong educator. Yes. Other than that, he's a lifelong educator the same way I'm, you know, a volleyball player. Yeah. He's a lifelong I played in the sixth grade. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so here's what I gleaned from the Star's Edge website. They say they offer personal development programs. This is another quote from their website. As the procedures evolved, they literally became a passport to the secrets of the universe. <laughs> that's uh, talking about their courses great so they're headquartered in florida which is where the weirdest shit happens yeah that's where well, that's where scientology's headquarters is mm-hmm. as well in clearwater yeah and they claim that they have ten thousand licensed avatar masters in 71 different countries but when i did a little more digging it sounds like that's very inflated okay well and they're the ones licensing right yeah exactly so you could just be like we have ten thousand members exactly they're they can make licensed. it all up right yeah So here's another uh, quote from their website. The Avatar courses are straightforward self-development courses that come unencumbered by beliefs, sect memberships, or any quasi-religious rights. Avatar, managed properly, is a catalyst to accelerate the creation of an enlightened global civilization. Graduates of the Avatar course belong to all religions and walks of life. There's no effort to convert anybody's beliefs to anything else. I believe that they wrote that because so much has come out being like, you're a cult. Yeah, yeah. You're just like Scientology. Right. So also, a thing that I noticed is that in most of their phrasing, they say, Avatar, when used properly and when managed properly. So, like, they try to clean their hands of any... So that they're, like, if people are, like, you misled me or you abused me, they're, like, well... No, you did that to yourself. Yeah. That's not the intent. That's between you and your ghost. Yeah. (laughs) So, it's a great way to cover their own ass. It costs roughly $40,000 to complete the program. Wow, that's actually less than Scientology. It is. Still a, like, it's still a ton of money. That's insane. And they target people who don't necessarily, who can't necessarily afford to just be throwing 40 grand willy-nilly at right, some right. random group. Well, I mean, ideally, most of the people who have 40 grand readily available got it by being smart enough to not do this bullshit. Well, that's true. And the thing is, is a lot of people come to this group because they are down and out they're searching for answers they need some guidance they're looking for Mm self-help and then these guys you'll see they pressure people time and time again take out a loan borrow money people go so in debt paying for this that's the thing with like telemarketers too where they're like put it on the credit card god will take your seed and make it a new thing yeah that is the wrong way to use a credit card i mean yeah, that's, you know, don't just give your money away from people to people assuming you'll get it back. Well, and not that I should ever be giving anyone financial advice because I'm constantly like, um, I'm an adult. Can you help me? But, <laughs> but I do know that you're not supposed to just put something on a credit card because you can't afford it without right. the credit card. Right. That's not really what it's for. Not mm. saying that I've never done that. Right. Just saying that that's not really why we have right. them. 
they will pressure you into spending the money and make you feel bad if you hesitate. And a lot of times they'll tell you that it's just the entities inside of you that are making you hesitate because they don't want to be exercised. And really, the more you resist, the more you should be doing it. That ghost really wants to watch spider videos. Yeah. (laughs) You don't do anything about it. If you don't give us $40,000, you're just going to keep watching spider videos for the rest of your life. I think what you could be doing with all that time. Killing. Think of how many spiders you could kill. $40,000. Even just as a stack. We're going to smack them. A lot of times they'll challenge your beliefs about money and ask you to change your beliefs surrounding money and ask you, what is money? Which is kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, we I mean, not in the podcast. Yeah, no. <laughs> Before the podcast. Before we, the podcast. We were talking about people who were like, money is a construct. And I'm like, that's great. And you're not wrong. But also, we still use it. We still so. use it. It's not going anywhere. You can believe that all you want. It's not going to change that the rent is due. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try explaining that to your landlord. Right. Even critics say that there are things that can be gleaned from it that are, you know, somewhat beneficial, maybe restructuring some negative thoughts, things like Mm -hmm. that. But Avatar doesn't let you pick and choose. Like, you have to do the whole thing. Okay. I did find a website specifically dedicated to – this man wrote it when he left Avatar. He was a master, and he explains why he left, and his whole website is all about this. Gotcha. I spent days yeah, uh-huh. on this website. It's so in-depth. Like I said, we are tip of the iceberg covering it because um, I can't possibly do one episode and get to all of this. But he does consider it a multi-level marketing cult. Okay. He also said that things are great when they're great, but if you struggle, you'll find zero support from oh, other members. Okay. Um, That's another thing Scientology does. Like one of the most recent episodes of Leah Remini's show dealt with people who were suicidal, where Scientology did nothing to help them. That's what they do with this. And you'll see that there's people who say like, oh, well, I was bipolar and they didn't want me. Yes. Um, or I struggle. I had, one person had uh, Hodgkin's disease and they wouldn't, oh, they didn't geez. want to work with them. Okay. Because they would like well, leave because they them behind. Well, because they know it's not going to cure. Like, yeah. Yeah. So he said that when he went through, this guy, when he went through his medical issues, only three people from Avatar called him. Wow. So I take it they don't love medical attention from outside. No, they don't. Okay. In fact, there is a case where they told a guy to stop taking his lithium. He was bipolar. <gasps> oh, God. And they said that his uh, <clears throat> that Avatar courses would cure his bipolar. It will not. Disorder. No. And no, it did not. He lost everything. He lost his career. He yeah. did permanent damage to it. Took him over a year to get back on track after Jeez. that. When this gentleman who wrote um, this website asked why he had no support, this is what they said. If you're trying to save the planet, you don't have time to waste with people who are not moving forward. (gasps) It's a better return on your effort to only focus on people who are moving ahead and getting new students and not waste your time with people who could drag you down. What? So those are their beliefs on people who are sick. Yes. And struggling. Oh my God, that's, that's horrible. He also talks a lot about people in the Avatar course ending their marriages if their partner wasn't involved or on board. That is another Scientology thing. It is, yeah. Yeah. They deem them unsupportive, which means either they complain about the amount of time uh, and money that people are spending on uh, this group and spending away from their families, um, or they're saying um, that, you know, yeah, too much money, too much time, and they are considered then unsupportive. Ooh. And often encouraged to leave their partners. So, 
it's pretty. That's pretty dicey. Pretty rough. This is another uh, quote from his website. The suggestion from the Star's Edge trainer, one of several who has a broken family, was when you show up for your life, others are bound to get stirred up because they are not showing up for theirs. Do you want to pursue your dream or be held back by others who and go back to sleep? The number of Avatar Masters that I know of who are delivering full-time and who have a stable family, I could count on one hand. You're kidding. No. So, the, I mean, these ruin families. Yeah. He had two friends who suffered psychotic breaks and needed hospitalization after the course. They are taught to stay away from people who have depression or suffer any sort of mental illness. They will tell you to avoid people who suffer any type of mental illness because they will likely suffer after the course and, quote, attack the source of their awakening. Great. Yes. And he also said, this is a direct quote from his site, the number of people requiring hospitalization during the course is too great to ignore anymore. (gasps) So people are losing their minds during these courses. Jeez. It's terrible. The masters say that it could be that it couldn't be the course, they're always blaming the person. Right. And never what's going on, even though this is happening a lot. Right. So they, they believe that the harder the person pushes against the program, the more they are told they need it. Right. So, like I said, a lot of gaslighting, and that is such a mind control thing. It's so awful. Yeah. And it's so, t- it's so scary how well that works. Right. Uh, if you question Harry or a trainer or master... Uh, you're asked, what identity are you in? Why are you projecting things onto others? So you can't question anything. Right, right. They'll come back at you. They're often told if they do question anything that they have integrity work that they need to do. Great. You got more auditing you need to do. More auditing. There's lots and lots of auditing. I mentioned earlier that Harry Palmer is kind of the guru of, of Avatar. Apparently he needs... A lot of attaboys, and any success you have, you have to write down all your successes, and then Avra gives it to him. So he reads all these successes, and basically all these people are thanking him, saying, like, oh, you're the reason why. But none of the problems. No, none of the problems. He doesn't know any of of the problems. Gotcha. Um, All appreciation goes directly to him. This gentleman said, I've seen more encouragement to worship Harry at Wizards than I ever saw encouragement to worship God in a church. So again with the wizards, I know. So I, I watched videos of these conventions and it's so fucking scary. These people. Okay. Harry makes a lot of really bad jokes. Okay. And he says a lot of things that like, I, I hate this. I hate watching this. He's not funny, but these people are laughing so hard because they think that he is just the end all be all. He is great. He is master. He is wonderful. He can say anything. He can do anything. There's this demonstration he has where he says that this is the answer to everything. And he draws a line uh, vertically on a piece of paper. And everyone applauds and cheers and whatever. He draws a fucking line on a blank paper. And everyone's like, oh, my God, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. And they they laugh and they applaud him. I mean – it, he's got these people wrapped around his finger yes. so much that he knows he can say anything. Draw a line on a paper and everyone will be like, he's a genius. That's crazy. It's pretty scary. That's how I feel. There are some recording artists sometimes that will put out, like anything they put out, they're like, it's amazing. Yeah. I'm like, no, this is kind of shitty. Yeah. 
like I kind of felt that way about Taylor Swift, where I'm not Thank a huge you. Taylor Swift fan. I, like, agree. I, I never really have been. I kind of liked her last album, but that's about it. And then when people, like her new song came out, and people were like, oh, this is bad. And I listened to it, and I was like, this is bad. This is bad. But then there were so many people that are like, how dare you? It's I know. It's still good. I, I know. felt the same way about Lana Del Rey for a while. I did too. I, I like a couple of her songs, but she's grown on me. But when I first saw her on SNL, people were like, "No, that's just not indicative of her style." And I was like, "Yeah, it is though." Yeah, I'm pretty sure she lip synced that. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I. There are definitely recording artists that I would fully agree. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan. I could say a few, but I don't. I don't want too much backlash. <laughs> Beyonce. Anyway. Oh what? I- <laughs> No, that's she's cold. That's cold. Lemonade no. was a revelation. Lemonade, lemonade stressed me out. All right. I mean, I get that. It's stressful. <laughs> I understand the stress. No, I'm just kidding. But beautifully done. You know, there's there are, there are people where yeah they could shit on a plate and people would call it brilliant. I feel that way about Johnny Depp. Yeah, I've I never see that. I've never like loved Johnny Depp in anything. Yeah, and so whenever I meet hardcore Johnny Depp fans, I don't get it. I'm blanking right now because I have so many of these where I'm like, I know everyone thinks that this is, oh, yeah. you know, because mine are too controversial. I can't even say that. No, go for it. We can cut it out later. The Beatles. <laughs> You're not alone in that I one. don't really like I mean, that. I love the Beatles. I was raised in a Beatle household, um, but you're not the only person that doesn't like the Beatles. That's They're fine. more common than you would think. Yeah, but people are too afraid to say it. I don't think so anymore. I, I just, mean, I've never loved them. I don't hate them. Yeah. But I wouldn't seek them out to okay. listen to. I mean, that's fine. You know? Yeah. That's just me. <laughs> anyway, Harry can do whatever he wants. People will love it. <laughs> These people, anyway. He's the John Lennon of this cult. Yeah. <laughs> so then I did the real deep dive on the comment thread. Ooh, awesome. This took me days. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I've already told you about a couple of things. The person that wrote that said they were bipolar with Hodgkin's disease and Avatar turned on them and told them not to be taking any courses. Right. They also said that Avatar is a lot of, uh, like a dating service. There's a lot of hookups. Oh. And um, the gentleman that runs the site was kind of explaining that because people are so euphoric after these seminars, they just fuck, they just fuck each other. Oh, geez. And they're all convinced that their spouses are the devil if they don't support or they don't agree. Right. So then they're all being creepy together. Ooh. Yeah. Um, in the Wizards course, they're really big on saving the planet. They all think that they're saving the planet. Yes, the Wizards course. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just like, when you said it, I pictured Ron Weasley in my head being like, that's the Wizards course. Yes. <laughs> like, that's all I can think of. Yeah. Pretty much like that. Great. Yeah. So um, these people are at Hogwarts battling ghosts. Yeah, and they all think that they're going to save the planet. Awesome. They're the Baltimore. group to save the planet. Why do all these cults think that they're going to save the planet? You know what? I don't... I honestly also don't know. That's kind of what I like about Christianity is they're just like, the planet's doomed. <laughs> yeah, that's save true. Save yourself. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, this planet is temporary anyway. I mean, it's going to die eventually. So, you yeah. know, praise the Lord. One person said that he was taking, quote, too long to decide on whether or not he should take a master's course, and it was $8,000. Oh, my God. So they told him that he was a narcissist because <laughs> he didn't want to just drop eight grand. Right, right. They're really, really, really high pressure with their courses, telling people that they need to decide right away. Like, kind of like I was telling you earlier, if there's a hesitation, that's even more reason why you need to do it. Right. 
Uh, one person wrote, I witnessed another woman weeping about not having the money to go, and she was instantly surrounded by masters and wizards questioning her beliefs about money. What? I yeah. Mean, sometimes you just don't have money. Fuck, I don't have eight grand to drop on anything, let alone no. a wizard's course, if whatever I the fuck did, that is. It would be in a, like a savings account so that I can buy a house someday and not constantly live out of apartments. Yeah, it's not to take a wizard's course. Right. One person was told to do another course quote, for the stretch. That's another one of their terms. Okay. And when they said they needed time to think, they were told they were obviously not up for that level of growth slash slash stretch. So that's really, like, a lot of pressure, a lot of guilt to spend this money. That's, like, the same thought process of, like, have you ever had a guy hit on you and you're like, oh, no, I have a boyfriend, and they're like, well, I wouldn't hit on you anyway. Yes. Oh, my (laughs) God. It's the same, like... Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. There's this creepy guy that stalked me when I worked at Nordstrom uh-huh. and I kept saying, like, I have a boyfriend. I'm not interested. Right. I did not have a boyfriend, but I was not interested. And yeah, I was yeah, trying to be nice. God damn it. Yeah. Of course. I was trying not to hurt his feelings. Let him down easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that turns into, well, you're a whore. I wouldn't want to date you anyway. <laughs> yeah. I'm such a slut. How'd um, you know? I, I like it even more when they like put that backpedaling in the initial offer where like, Oh, like I had a guy say like, I'm not hitting on you or nothing, but I keep picturing my dick inside. <laughs> I remember when you told me about that, but I ain't even trying to come at you like that. <laughs> like, all in and what one, are you trying to I do? <laughs> all in one sentence. I think it's my favorite. So that was like, if I was like, yes, he's like, well then maybe we could work something out. Right. But if I said no, he was just like, well, I wasn't hitting on you anyway. I right. told you, I told you I wasn't hitting on you. <laughs> That's well played. Smart, smart man. Not so much. No, absolutely not. Don't do that. So one woman tells, um, her mom actually got her into the course and her mom was already in debt, but wanted her so badly to do it that she went further in debt to pay for the course. So this girl ends up missing her grandmother's funeral. They told her because of the course, these courses are weeks long, by the way, some of them. So they told her she would be honoring her life by ushering in these new souls to enlightenment. So that is so fucking wrong. Don't use this poor woman. I mean, I hate this. Took this woman two and a half years to start to get back to normal. She says she missed friends, weddings, birth of her niece, funerals, birthday celebrations, so much. And there's so many people that have missed all of these things, which is very much like a cult to kind of cut off your ties with anybody who's not in. Yeah. They started to question her sanity and just gaslight her some more. And, and she, like others, were just looking for self-help. And these are the people that get, you know, really stuck in there. Um, right, right. Who get sucked in. One thing that really upset me, there was a guy that wrote in about his girlfriend and a man that wrote in about his wife. And I could just see the writing on the wall. I felt so bad. This guy, he, his girlfriend, they're super in love, wonderful, great relationship, going to get married. She ended up finding out about Avatar, and then all of a sudden was completely obsessed with it. She's gone. Yeah, basically. Then she wanted to go to the master's course, but she was having this meltdown because it was 7500 She was like, oh, it's so much money, but I, I have to go. I have to go. So she goes. She borrows the money. She goes. He had not heard from her <gasps> from that point on for, like, two weeks. Oh, she's dead. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. She's under some floorboards. Well, that's what I thought. Right. But then he wrote. I almost gave up, quote, whining about this, but fortunately I received a peek inside when she accidentally texted me a text that was intended for her avatar sponsor. The text revealed that clearly the avatar master has maliciously poisoned her with bizarre, unfounded, and harmful hypnotic-like suggestions, 
while she was in a fragile state brought on by the techniques of mental abuse slash exhaustion. So mental abuse and exhaustion is something that we see in a lot. Aggressive Christianity does the same thing. They wake them up. Christianity did the same thing. I mean, R. Kelly did the same thing. Yeah, that's what. people up when they're asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Or even, like, if they're not asleep, like, Yellow Deli would have people work 16 to 18 hours. Right. Yeah. They beat them down. Because the more exhausted you are, the more, you know, you'll buy into this crap. So one woman tells her story of going with a friend to a meeting and immediately they were asked to share their beliefs about money. She told her beliefs. She said, um, her idea was just that you can't make a lot of money without putting in a lot of hard work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They were all horrified with this answer. I would agree with that. Yeah. It's because that's true. Yeah. Um, she then went to dinner with her friend. Her friend pressured her to sign up for a $3,000 course. Oh she said God. no. And she's like, that's when I realized it's a multi-level marketing scheme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it takes the things that I just, I hate the most in this world, multi-level marketing. Right. And cults. Yeah. That is a dangerous combination. I mean, we say hate, but we did start a podcast about it. I love to hate cults. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fascinated by them. Yes. One man his wife was just in so deep and he was just looking for help. And people were writing in saying like, well, you know, we're not experts. We're not psychiatrists, but give her at least two weeks before you question anything or before you say anything negative, try to let her come down from what I would refer to as a pink cloud, which is commonly used in rehab terms. But that means like when you're so euphoric afterward and you think everything is wonderful and you know, well, that's like they say after you've come out of rehab, they're like, don't start any new relationships for like a year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of like that. And so they're saying like after that, then you can start to kind of feel her out and see if you can talk her out of this and into getting some help. Mm -hmm. So it was really sad to just see these people, this man's marriage falling apart, this other guy's girlfriend and his relationship. It's sad. Right. There is a letter that a woman wrote that talks about when um, Harry and Avra were involved in Scientology before it was Avatar. Mm -hmm. And at the time, this girl was 12 years old Mm -hmm. and they told her she needed to sell Dianetics and sell the books and the tech and everything. And she's like, I'm fucking 12. I don't have that. Right. I don't have the money to buy the books to sell, basically. Right, right. And... Avra was like, well, give me your birthday money and I'll keep it safe for you. Um, and then, so like as, you know, a loan, I guess, at reverse loan, I don't know how you look at that, but yeah. give me the money for the books. I'll hold on to it. I'll give it back to you when you make the money back. Okay. And then some. Right. She tells then immediately of Avra going and going shopping and buying new clothes and stuff. She took this 12-year-old's fucking birthday money. Oh, that makes me mad. Yeah, me too. It's it's pretty pretty bizarre. Yeah. I googled Avra Honeysmith because I wanted to know more about her because I only found info about her. Like when you Google the when you Google Avatar, not much comes up necessarily about her, even in the Wikipedia, but people were talking about her a lot in the comments. Right. And so I Googled her. And these are the first five things that pop up when you Google Avra Honey Smith. Oh, How Harry Palmer and his wife, Avra Honey Smith, ripped off a 12-year-old. Declarations by ex-Scientologists who worked with Harry Palmer and Avra Honey Smith. Families against cult teaching. Oh, jeez. Avatar course cult started by Scientologists. Why we protest. And finally, Avra Honey Smith, Secretary for Star's Edge, Inc. Corporation Wiki. 
See, I half expected there to be Avra Honeysmith nude pics. In- oh, I'm sure somewhere. <laughs> but so it's it's really interesting. You just Google her and all this negative yeah. shit comes up. Avra Honeysmith boyfriend? Avra <laughs> yeah, yeah. One thing that I thought was really entertaining was I was watching one of the videos of what goes on at their seminars and their courses. And there's this weird... There's like a talent show at one point. So all these people are in costumes. Erin would totally win. Yeah. Because also, in addition to being an amazing costume person, she sang our intro. Yeah, she does theme our song. song. She and her band, Tammy and the Silverspoons. That's so fucking cool. I know. So, if you want to listen to them, they're on SoundCloud and they're really good. Yeah, check them out and just keep repeating the intro to our show to <laughs> yeah. listen to her angelic voice. Yeah. But anyway, she would totally win because these people yeah. had costumes and I. I doubt they were talented, but whatever. Right, right. I mean, I don't know how many of them, like, because all I did was just call her and be like, I don't know, it should be something like, don't drink the Kool-Aid. And she was just like, I'll work with it. And then brought me back that. Yeah, <laughs> she brought back so many, too. That She's, one was my favorite, That though. was like five options. Yeah, yeah there mm-hmm. were a lot of good ones. So anyway, then there's this variety show that it looks like they put on where Avra is in all these different costumes and dancing and like ballroom dancing and salsa dancing and cabaret style. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. So she's so was she a dancer or is she not any good? I mean, they were they were clips. It's really hard to tell okay. if there's any actual talent involved gotcha. or if it's like a Dancing gotcha. with the Stars level kind of talent. Dancing I don't know. with the Stars Inc. Oh, Stars Edge Inc. Stars Edge Inc. Whatever. So well done. <laughs> I applaud you for bringing that full circle. That was brilliant. Oh. Um, I mean, it's either that or Ghost Hunters. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then a lot of people commented in, and they were like, I don't know what you're talking about. Avatar's great. It changed my life. They all say the same thing, though, which I find very bizarre. You think it's a social media team? It could be a social media team, but also what I find so interesting is they all say they manifested a car. <laughs> Wait, that's specific. Like yeah. They, I manifested a city. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have a car, but I thought I'll, it's kind of like The Secret. Have you ever read or like, seen The yeah, Secret? Yeah, like Space Star ordering. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I manifested a car and I have more money than I know what to do with. I'm sure that's not the case. That's not the case because if that was true, no this would be like... Way more people would be there. Are this. Very few people on earth that have more money than they know what to do with. Yeah, like even if you handed me two million dollars, I know what I would. I do know with it. damn well what I would do with it. Yes, I could blow that money so fast if you let me. Like, well, I'd buy a house. Like that'd be my first purchase would be a house. Oh God, Chris was telling me a funny. Oh, what actor is it? I know someone listening will know, and I'll ask him when he gets home. Whatever actor made his first movie, he made. Say $2 million. This was a long time ago. He immediately bought a $2 million home. Oh, no. He was immediately foreclosed because he could not pay any of the taxes or anything. Right, right, right. (laughs) Because, like, a $2 million home is actually more than $2 million once you factor in property taxes. Right, and all that. you got to get that $2 million and buy, like, an $800,000 house. That's the ticket. That's the ticket. Mm -hmm. So, they also have a... I believe this is a publication. Okay. But again, all of this stuff is so secret that I was getting all this right, from real digging. Right. And wow. it's called The Wiz of Orlando. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Which is what I hope the title of my biography will be one day. Oh, man. He's on a, he's on a bridge. <laughs> Gonna get to clear and done. OT3. That's great. So, like, the whiz 
The Wiz of Orlando. I hope, I hope to God that they have put Michael Jackson on their cover at least once. Or, do you watch Seinfeld? Not religiously, but uh, I, I can follow those. Someone else out there will know who The Wiz is. I'm The Wiz. Uh, I picture <laughs> that. It's funny if you know. My favorite thing about The Wiz is whenever, like, people who are ridiculously uninformed are like, well, I don't know why it has to be all black people. Why can't there just be, like, an all-white Wiz? I was like, that's the Wizard of Oz dipshit. Oh, my God. What are you talking about? What is wrong with you? Oh, Oh my God. Yeah. So, The Wiz was first completed and distributed in 1991. And how many years is that after The Wiz came out? I'm not sure. Hold on. And the first issue, they do, it does involve the Scientology body thetan exorcism process. Creepy. Yeah. Um, when students are told that their bodies are being invaded by possessive spirits that must be cast out. So 1978 was okay. The Wiz. So more than enough time for them to know that The Wiz was a thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So there was a lot of people that were trying to discredit them overseas as well. Um, a Dutch Scientology critic posted a uh, transcript where Harry Palmer is actually talking about how basically AIDS and cancer aren't real. Or how they're real, but they can't be treated medically or surgically. Oh, God, I hate AIDS deniers. I'm like, it's killing people. Stop denying. I know. He says that it's caused by telepathic entities. There was a Law & Order episode like this one time where he was trying to kill, like, cure AIDS with yogurt. Yogurt, huh? Yes. You don't say. <laughs> not not in not sexually delivered. Not in a little pebble kind of way. It was on a spoon, not on a dick, but like, <laughs> he was still trying to cure AIDS with yogurt. Well, yeah, so he denied he says that it's just ghosts. No big deal. We can cure it. Exorcism. It's all whatnot. those ghosts from the eighties when a ton of people died of AIDS. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what's happening. Yeah. Avatar also started to get really big in France in nineteen ninety one. Now, today, it's completely obsolete. It's not there. <laughs> it is not there. The French were like, eh, no, thank you. No. <laughs> Je n'aime pas. <laughs> so, um, it was the first of the New Age, or Nouvelle Age, teachings. Um, two French Avatar masters had renamed the course because people were questioning the double meaning of the name, Avatar, because in Hindu, yeah. it means descend- descended deity, um, but it's also slang for misadventure. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's Sai Baba is often referred to as an avatar. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, they they changed it to management power, <laughs> um, which is also very scary. Did they still keep wizard in there? I don't know. They're like, when you get to the tier of leadership seminar, yeah. you can be <laughs> grand wizard and optimize your synergy. Um, that was good. Thank you. Um, I deal with corporate a lot. Well, someone in PR at the French or sorry, not PR, HR, at the French Nuclear Power Agency, decided it would be great to use those tools in a management development workshop. That happens for Scientology all the time. Scientology and Landmark are constantly used as leadership tools. Yeah, I know. Because I I think, is it Lululemon? I I did reference them once. I think Lululemon is Landmark. Lululemon and Cafe Gratitude. Right. Oh, yeah. We've we've been over this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, God, yeah, I worked with a girl that used to work at Lulu who had come from Lululemon, and she was spitting all this shit at me, and I was like, I just want to sell a purse. I don't <laughs> fucking care. Just leave your green juices away from me Please. and let me sell this goddamn purse. It's all I want to do. Let me make commission. So the managers didn't like the course, and then word got out that a cult had infiltrated the uh, 
electric company in France. <laughs> um, it blew oh up in the God. papers. Avatar Masters sued the papers. Chaos broke out. It's now nowhere to be found. Got it. They are also... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, kind of like Scientology is outlawed in Germany. Australia and Germany. That's just... Yeah, I was about to hit that. Oh. Scientology is banned... Um, well, Avatar is banned in Germany due to Scientology ties. Oh, okay. They view it as... They view Scientology as a dangerous totalitarian movement. I would agree. Yeah. I would totally agree. It's I mean, weird as shit. In some of the earlier days of Scientology, L. Ron Hubbard's goal was to literally take over a country. I know. It's very scary. So now I'm going to read to you a couple of testimonials and letters uh, to wrap this up. Awesome. So here is a letter from a man named Bruce. I was a student at the Elmira Mission of the Church of Scientology from 1978 to 1981. During that time, I purchased and was not allowed to complete five courses. What happened was I would pay for and start a course. Shortly into it, I would be told that it was the wrong course. I would then be told that I had to buy a different course and complete it before I could continue the first course. This happened five times. The courses were Happiness Rundown, PTS slash SP course, Dianetics, Personal Ethics and Integrity, and the Method 1 co-audit. I was never allowed to finish any of these courses. In 1981, when Harry Palmer suspended my wife, Carmen, I was called into the mission and given an ultimatum. I was told that if I stayed married to Carmen, I could no longer have services at the mission. I, of course, chose to stay married. The total cost of these undelivered courses is about 5500 this was money that I paid for services and never received. I was never given a refund or allowed to complete the courses. So they basically took his money and was yeah, like, divorce your off. wife. Yeah, yeah. And they ripped him off. And no he was thanks. like, no. And, and this was in 78 to 81, so 5500 then yeah. is a lot of money. It's a lot Still of a lot of money, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. They told him that his wife was an SP or a suppressive, suppressive person. person. Yeah. Ah, well, and also you... So they teach Dianetics under the umbrella of Dianetics. Like, right. They don't call it anything else. It's still Dianetics. I think okay. they might have changed that one because that one is so specific to Scientology, right. but I'm not totally sure. But SP, that's SP. classic Scientology. But this is when they were selling Scientology, okay. too, gotcha. before they had changed over to Avatar. Gotcha. So, um, and then I found these three quotes from the Families Against Cult Teachings website. There is brainwashing from day one. As you get further in and become part of the group, various tactics of emotional and psychological abuse are used. Gaslighting, manipulation, control, reverse psychology. This actually becomes the essence of the teachings. It completely strips you of any sense of reality and identity, and your sense of self is extremely compromised. So, I mean, that we see in a lot of cults, Mm -hmm. and it's going on with this one as well. Um, You are not allowed to question anyone, and Harry Palmer is considered godlike. As you get even further into the group, people give up their lives completely for this organization. They miss holidays, times with loved ones, leave marriages, and become bankrupt. It is bankrupt. It is not uncommon for people to get into debt of $30,000 upwards, sometimes even twice as much. Anyone who leaves is considered psychotic and shamed by the group. Shame is big within this group. So, like I said, they pressure people into uh, spending more and more. And it seems like it's all about money. <clears throat> it's all about money. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, very ridiculously money-hungry corporation. Screw and that lady for trying to get you in on this. I know. I'm so pissed. That's honestly why I have so much anger towards this. I'm yeah, like, yeah. You tried to get me involved in this. How many thousands of dollars deep do you think she was in? I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, it's tough to know how far. Right. But it was interesting because her friend that was there was also involved. And her friend was super nice, too. And we were right. talking and... I could see her friend had some hesitation about telling me about Avatar. Okay. 
And I don't know what she picked up on me that... That she hesitated. That she hesitated, but thought it was interesting. Interesting. Uh, The last quote I will leave you with is, Many who attend this course have had psychotic breakdowns, ended up depressed, anxious, and even suicidal. However, they always pass it off as the person's responsibility. And for some reason, no one has been able to do anything about it. Wow. I did, like I said, watch the videos. They're, it's pretty bizarre. These people really do worship Harry. And they even have a section in the video where it, show, it says across the screen, friendly people. And then it just shows you a shit ton of different people that are smiling to prove Yikes. that like they're nice. Yeah. It opens with a child reading one of the books, which really saddens no. me. Also, a thousand percent sure I saw a guy that we went to college with in <gasps> one of the videos. What? Who was it? I don't think you'd know him. Oh, damn it. Because I didn't know him through the Greek system or anything. Oh, okay. But it was bizarre. I'm Now I'm super curious. I'll show it to you. Maybe, okay. I mean, you. who knows? Maybe you saw him maybe on campus or something, yeah. but I was like, I know that guy. Watch it, swag man. Wait, who is Swagman? You didn't know about UCI Swagman? No. Oh, oh my God. Okay, Swagman. So he would always wear baggy pants and a Bulls jersey and then like a white t-shirt under it. And then he would just walk swinging one arm. Like he just had this like swag How did I miss walk. this guy? As far as we know, no one ever had a class with him. He would just walk from one end of campus to the other. And so people would see him all over because he dressed the same every single day. Why did I never notice this guy? There are Facebook groups about him. What? Yes, where they're like, who's seen the UCI swag man? Yeah, it's a whole thing. And here's what's crazy is that, like, it was a thing when we went there. And then when my sister went there, I jokingly was like, oh, is swag man still there? And she was like, that guy had the Bulls jersey. Like, she What knew. the fuck? Why do I so, not like, know about him? Years. He's been there for years. If you see a picture, you might remember. I'm a little disappointed that I didn't. I'm amazed how you made it through four years of UCI without seeing Swagman. I my mind's blown right now. I, I mean, like literally, campus like one side of campus to the other. That's all I did all day. Yeah, well, and like because like I said, nobody ever had class with him that we could think of. Like nobody ever came forward and was like, "His name's Brian" or whatever. <laughs> it was just yeah, Swagman. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the flute man of Pasadena. So, I don't, I'm not too familiar with Pasadena. Um, it's just a guy in a Kia Soul that has a recorder and plays the radio and just jams out. Good for him. And he was on Tosh.0, but like at work, we see him like once or twice really? a month. Yeah. There's a guy in Portland that hangs out by Nordstrom who paints himself blue and he's a fucking asshole. He is so <laughs> mean to people. And he's like always going through trash cans. And I don't think he's actually homeless, but he's painted blue Every day, and he just harasses people outside of Nordstrom. That's kind of like the Bushman of San Francisco. Oh, that guy is such a dick. Yeah, yeah. Is he still there? Because when I was there a couple weekends ago, I was I was at Fisherman's Wharf, and I was a little, like, I'm not sick going to that side of the street because I don't want to scare the shit out of me. I I mean, I don't know. I remember him as a kid, but I haven't seen. I haven't been back recently, so I don't know. It's probably been ten years since I saw him, but I'm not a fan. Oh, easily, it's been more than ten years since I've seen the Bushman. Yeah. There was also a guy in a monster box who had like. Draw, like drawn on his cardboard box so it looks like a monster and he would like move the flaps like teeth to like pretend like he was biting your feet as you walk by i don't know him i miss all the good ones i mean there's a lot <laughs> i mean maybe not now as much that san francisco has changed <laughs> but no there was still you know. quite a bit when i was there yeah weird shit going on portland's like that too yeah so anyway that's Avatar, and no, I will not be joining. Thanks. <laughs> uh, in case you're wondering, um, <laughs> offer rescinded. Offer rescinded. But I mean, it, it's 
good to note that I mean, all they did was tell me it was a meditation group. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, like, let me check it out. Right. So, and I'd like to think I'm a fairly reasonable, intelligent person. They get people and they'll find a way to get you, like, yeah. if they want you. Obviously, I didn't get in, in, but I did text you and be like, oh, but they're really nice. Right, I don't know. Maybe right. I should check it out. So, you know, mm-hmm. mind your P's and Q's and just be, be careful because people are out there and predators come in all different shapes and sizes and forms. Some of them are smooth and jazzy like R. Kelly and then some mm-hmm. of them are a meditation retreat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just be careful and don't drink the Kool-Aid. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Don't drink the Kool-Aid.